The Gatos and Chad Show. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. And on this Friday, as we uh, take a little bit of a look at the news, I guess we're going to execute somebody in Arizona. I thought that everybody was safe for a while. I thought if you like, you know, you're on death row, and right now you're like, hey, uh, the governor and the AG, they put a halt to all these things, so I don't have to worry about getting the good night needle. And then all of a sudden, I guess we have something called the Arizona Supreme Court, if you've heard about it. I've heard about them. Uh, they are apparently issuing a warrant to execute a prisoner, even though we're not doing that right now. Who's running the state, Chad? Uh, I don't good think question. it's the governor, and I, well, at this point, I don't think it's the AG. I mean, it is the, the Arizona Supreme Here's Court. Here's the thing: I, see th- that whole thing when they said that they wanted to pause. Yes, it really didn't. Was there a reason for it? Well, a I didn't know if there was reason. a reason for it, but I, I also stood back and I said it really didn't feel like anybody had a plan. And I'm like, is this is this legal? You knew there was going to be lawsuits, uh, and so now they're just going. Is, they're just ignoring anything that the governor said. And I guess so. Did she sign an executive order? Does she still get to call like last second and say, "Hang on for a minute"? Because you know that's all in the movies. Well, you got yeah. the red phone. Well, no, they do ask, right? They do. They, they do. You know. Yeah. But when we interviewed uh, Attorney General Chris Mays, and this came down, and you know, uh, it's uh, it's not like me to press a guest once in a yeah. while. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And so, so when I said, I said, give me one one thing that has gone wrong. Well, I can't give you just, you know, one thing. I said, OK, give me give me a couple of things. Well, I can't give you a couple of things. How about one? Can't do that. Well, you got to tell you got to tell me, why are we pausing the executions? What did you not like about the, the past two? Because remember, forever, there was a, a good several years where we stopped executing people because of the long drawn out. Uh, was it how many hours was that? That was a couple hours. He was fine. Well, by finding him, he's dead, a, but that well, was the whole point. Again, he t- it took a little time. There was some gurgling. Uh, you move on with your day. I, I think we got the deal done. I don't think he was in excruciating I mean, we pain. we are moving on with our day, but others aren't. <laughs> others are not. Others are not. So we, we stop executions, then we restart them, and then there's this uh, little blip on the first one. A little blip. Uh, where they had to go through so, the groin. But so they, minor. Yeah. But you know they had to, they had to make a small incision in the groinal area. But here's the deal: I think what Mays was telling us was this: um, Are there people that are skilled to do that, or yeah. do you have somebody who really doesn't ha- n- never took a scalpel, but is like, okay, I got to crack this guy's groin open? All right, you crack the groinal open. And what do you? But were they not really medical know, professionals? Med- yes. Or they just all they had was a phlebot. Was it? They had a. Uh, they had a, you know. Yeah, they had a, a phlebotomist, and that was it. They didn't. I don't think they had any doctors I love that there. Word. That is a fantastic yeah. word. I don't phlebotomist. Think, I don't think they had a doctor there. I don't think the doctor. Well, they're they not- have a doctor there, but the doctor won't do anything. The doctor will tell you if 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 the person's dead. Right. Am I right? And yeah. But they will not because they take an oath of doing no harm, uh, which is you know it's convenient when they want it to be convenient. In a lot of these. Things. I mean, you would think that I would want to do any harm, but the the people have spoken. Mm. I was listening to uh, Arizona's Morning News, fantastic show. 
Uh, they had a guest, uh, Tim Lasota, and he's the former Maricopa County prosecutor. Uh, talks about the death penalty. What's happening here? What's the next step? The next stop for Mr. Gunches would be to actually go try to get into federal court with his argument because the state Supreme Court has pretty much ruled that it's time for him to be executed. So I think if he were to do anything, I don't think he really has a lot of legal avenues left, but it would be federal court, not state court. All right. So this guy, Gunch, is uh, scheduled to be executed April 6th. Murder, conviction, uh, 2002 killing of Ted Price, his girlfriend's ex-husband. It happened in Maricopa County. Guy represented himself. Wow, it's shocker. It didn't go well. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Listen, you're for the death penalty. You're against the death penalty. I, you know, I understand it. I, I, you know, I appreciate your opinion on not you, just everybody's opinion on it. But it's Arizona law. And how long are we going to pause this thing? You know, if, if it is Arizona law, let's follow the and, law. And I remember when we were talking about the pausing of it. It was to study it and to see if they're done right. Okay. But how do you study something if we don't do it? <laughs> I'm going to study uh, what's in this book. I'm never going to read the book, <laughs> but I'm going to study what's in it. I think they're going to study the previous ones that they the, the last three. What's the aim of this? I, I what's the aim of the execution itself? Of this one right here, or just any execution? Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we have. Is it to end the person's life? Oh, of course. Uh, what's, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we, what's the aim of it? Uh, yeah. Are we still undefeated? Yes, we're undefeated. Okay. Okay. What's the goal is what you're saying. What's yeah. the end goal the here? The end goal of this is right. 12 people walk in alive to yeah. watch and or to participate. I'll go further. Walk I'll go further. You're supposed to walk in there alive. Then we're going to kill you. But we don't want you to be we don't want you to be hurt. We don't want to do something that is un-American where we torture the yeah. guy. Uh, and so and I just tried on numerous occasions. We, you and I have talked to that. Who's that lady we always have on? We, about a, we, we usually have an expert from a, a university yeah. on. And yeah, I know what you're going to say. She, she says, uh, go back to the old, uh, yeah, shoot him. Yeah, shoot him or guillotines. It's quick. I don't think she said guillotine. She did. She's like, Chad, you're absolutely right. The guillotine is phenomenal. It's quick. No, no, we're not doing guillotines. Uh, Hangings aren't good. uh, No, that's You got to do it right with the hanging. From what I understand, um, what's the little, the the, the gas chamber? I was reading an article that you could redo the gas chamber in a way where the person doesn't suffocate and, you know, has the, the white foam coming out of the mouth. Basically, you take all the air out, you drop the whatever the the the, uh, the oxygen the, level, the, the toxin is. OK. And it's over re- relatively quick. Uh, and it seems like an inexpensive way to do it. It's kind of scary. I mean, you're going into this little, you know, this little whatever it is and they close the door behind you. And yeah, I mean, that's scary. But again, this guy killed somebody. Uh, I bet he was scared when you were killing him. Yeah. You know, Sorry. I can't take, you know, the fact that you're going to be terrified when you lay down in the gurney. No. But um, I, I don't want to be inhumane. 20-some years to think about yeah, all I don't want to be inhumane. I don't no, want to do I don't that. Think, I don't think anybody does. No. But I also think, and look, if you wanted to get rid of it uh, and, and we vote on it in the state or, or, or they pass a bill, we get rid of it, I got no problems with it. I got no problems with voting. If we keep it, I also have no problems with it. I'm going to vote to keep it, though. But, uh, you know, uh, if we're going to have it, use it. If we're not going to have it, then figure out what we have to do. You have to get it back on the ballot, then do it. We got a lot of catching up to do. We currently have 110 prisoners on death row. Got a few women on there, too. You yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Can we just do all, like one big like a couch? One? Like a big couch? What do you mean? Like a, just have an electric couch? Oh, just a big thing. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna torture people. But can you put all one hundred and ten on a one gurney? Let's just fire it up. Let's go. Have the guy from Guinness there. <laughs> 
You All guys right. have done it. Now we're being crude. Uh, Which I'm fine with, by the way, in occasion. This guy murdered somebody. Of course he did. A human being. He snuffed out another person's life. Right, right. And, and he did it in such a way that a, a group of his peers saw it to be so nasty and violent that they convicted him of murder and they sentenced him to the same fate, to die. One last thing on this. You know maybe why we've paused this thing? Uh, politics. Of course. Because, remember, uh, who's the guy that lied to every Arizona? Vo- Arizona? Mark Burnovich? Oh, that's right. The former attorney general. His last month in office... Um, well, not his wasn't his last month in office. He was the one that kind of said, "All right, we're going to we're going to turn it on. We're going to start killing people, and uh, we're going to start executing people again." And a lot of people think, "Well, you did that for votes. Maybe you got wanted to get your base your base rallied up with, hey, we're going we're going to be tough." And you know, uh, it's not again with Bernovich. I mean, he I didn't do it for the right reasons. No. I, 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 but, I don't know why. You know. Uh, you know, what's the other stuff, too? We can't get the right drugs. I remember that. Some of them were expired. That was the other side. Some of these things are expired. Well, you mean they're not going to work? No, they work. They're just expired. Well, then then that's okay. Let's try it out. I drink milk two days after it's... No, you I don't. do not. I do not. I never do You would do that. never in I your life away. ever... No. You would look and go, it's, it expires March 14th. That's too close. That's way too close. Throw it away. I'm going... I now have five-day period. Before oh the God. expiration date, you get five days, I throw it out. <laughs> But I still think we should use those drugs against these guys yeah. and see if it works. Yeah. If it doesn't, apologize. Yeah, we're in an inflationary time. We don't right. just throwing stuff out willy-nilly. <laughs> Coming up next. you got to take it this serious. I am not. <laughs> we're going to pay tribute to a teacher. Let's do it. Uh, and we're going to have a, a teacher, and she's going to actually talk about why children are absent from school. Oh, and then we're going to give her 2500 bucks. But don't tell her. Don't say anything. Next. that time once again we are going to pay tribute to a teacher something we've done for years if you love your teacher out there you love your kid's teacher you love a teacher out there who's deserving of this accolade right yes pay tribute to a teacher just text the word teacher to 411923 tell us their story we may give them two thousand five hundred dollars thanks to our friends your valley toyota dealers so what we do is we have a few teachers online uh, Chad, let's go first uh, to Jeanette Rossi. Let's see, we got Arizona School for the Arts. She's an 11th grade teacher. Jeanette, how are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? We're doing good. Maybe you'll win that 2500 bucks. It's not too bad, right? Um, no, that would be amazing. <laughs> All right. You've got this book club, right? And it's in school, Book Bistro. It is. It's called Book Bistro. One of the passions about teaching and, and my life is getting hands filled with books and books that are written by people who they identify with. I've been in the classroom 22 years. We use a concept known as the Book Bistro. And basically what happens, I read this article about these two teachers who were going into a school where um, the kids like did not read at all. Right. And they hated, They had a really bad relationship with reading. And teachers do a great job of making kids have a bad relationship with reading huh. because they force the books. They pick books that really the kids don't relate to. I went into my class and I said, okay, you can read any book you want. I don't care. From a comic book to a regular book, as long as you're reading for 20 minutes a day. And if you do it, I will throw you a huge party where we get to discuss and talk 
talk about books. And they loved the idea. And before I knew it, they were like, I can really read whatever I want. I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) And so the kids started bringing in books and magazines and I started bringing in things from home and whatnot. And before I knew it, you know, what was supposed to be like forced reading time, they actually were looking forward to it. Wow. It has just been contagious since then. And it's been three years in the making. I have it in like 33 different schools in Arizona now. Oh, wow. And yes, and across the country. And it's like just a great way to get kids invested in reading. Good for you. We're talking to Jeanette Rossi, uh, Arizona School for the Arts. She's an 11th grade English teacher. So you win $2,500. What does that do for you? What are you going to do with it? It would change my life. We are right now going through one of the most difficult times in teaching post-pandemic that I've ever seen. I need to find a way to get my kids to school. And one of the ways that I've done it is through the Book Bistro. I have a little coffee machine in my classroom and it's like draws them in. And I have so many kids who just have this fear of so much now or they've just been conditioned because of the pandemic to not feel like school is a place to go. Attendance is at an all-time low. In my 22 years, I've never seen it like this. And so I just need to find more creative ways, and I feel like I've done it with the bistro to get them to school. And so if I can invest in that a little bit more and show these kids that they have a safe place to go to and that we care and want them here, then that's life-changing for not just me, but for them. Are they nervous about coming to school? Because we've done stories on this. Why so many kids are absent? What mm-hmm. is it exactly? I think it's a bunch of things. I think I think the pandemic shed light on a lot of things that were wrong in our school systems. Our school system has been the only institution that hasn't changed since its inception. Yeah. <laughs> and so it hasn't adjusted to how, you know, life works outside of the school environment. I think they're recognizing that. But I also think there's been this like shift, this complete shift about whose knowledge we value. And I think social media has like taken on this role in their lives that they can learn everything from there. And that's just not how it works. You have to learn by talking with people and by interacting with each other and by developing criticality. And right now they've just developed criticism Interesting. and it's like taken over. And a lot of our kids just feel like they can't sit there all day. They can't listen all day they can't i mean they were two years behind a screen and most of them didn't have screens to go to if they were just home and it was it's yeah, just getting them to come to school. Okay. It's, just, it's impossible. It's almost impossible. Jeanette Rossi is joining us. Uh, pay tribute to a teacher brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Jeanette works over at uh, Arizona School for the Arts in 11th grade. So you think you can get kids to be more excited to come to school yes. and read and get those books? Absolutely. In your- All right. You got two thousand five hundred bucks. We're done. Boom. What? Yeah, that's it. Done. You win. Let's get those kids in school. What do you think? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, because we, we, we love the kids read because we're not a fan of stupid people. And the more you read, it's just better for everybody. Like, are you serious? We, we were kidding. There's nobody else on the line. Yeah, you won. 2500 bucks coming to you. What do you think? Oh, my God. That... I, I, I'm kind of I'm speechless. You, you were going to curse right there, weren't you? You were going to say, "Holy!" Maybe I'm from the East Coast originally, so you know I got a mouth. I, on me, am but... I hearing a little Jersey in you? You are hearing. I knew Jersey I heard it. I knew uh, it. Yeah, I can detect that in a second. Yeah. You miss the food. I miss the food. How do you say coffee? My everybody in call co- everybody says calls it coffee in Jersey. I hate no, it's, that. It's, 
It's coffee. It's, it's, not, oh, it's coffee she says it's coffee. and water. See, my students are laughing because they know. <laughs> it's catch me. Well, now they can have all the books they've dreamed of. They are and $2,500. My kids are like, yay! Hey, put a kid on the phone real quick. Okay, here. I'm going to put a kid on the phone. All right. We've never done this. No. Hi. 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 Who's this? Hi, this is Lila Urban. Miss Rossi just won 2500 bucks. Is she a good teacher? Did we do a good job? Oh, yeah. She was my English teacher for fifth and sixth grade, and I think she she really taught me well and really provided a really stable foundation. Nice. I'm in high school right now, so she really provided a stable foundation to English now. Well, yeah, you seem very well-spoken. Yeah, you're better than us. Yeah. You, you should come do a radio show. Like, she was like the most bestest teacher I ever she had. She was like, dope, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice talking. You put Miss Rossi back on. Yeah, she's a winner. Yeah. yeah. Hi. <laughs> All right. Love it. So they were there listening to this whole thing? No, I was out in the hallway. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you guys have something to celebrate. We do. We, we are going to come to your classroom in person and give you 2500 oh bucks. So get ready That's for amazing. us. Okay. Jeanette Rossi, winner of Pay Tribute oh to a Teacher, Arizona School for the Arts, 11th grade. Pay Tribute to a Teacher, the presenting sponsor, of course, is your Valley Toyota dealers. And uh, Jeanette will see you in just a couple okay. weeks in your classroom. And congratulations. Maybe bring some coffee. Bring some coffee. All yeah. right. <laughs> All right, hold on. No. Hold on a second. Okay. All right, we give away money. We do it pretty much every single month because that's what we do. You know what else we do? We hold up the headlines, and it's only because I'm so strong that I'm able to hold up the headlines. And we're going to do that straight ahead. And I'm looking over at her, and she's doing jumping jacks because, you know, this is going to be phenomenal. Holding up the headlines straight ahead. Let's get us chat show. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app, your breaking news and traffic, now. All right, we do it every single day at this time. We jump in, we jump around, we hold up the headlines, and no one can stop us, except for the people of the buttons. It is hold up the headlines, Becky Lynn. All right, Governor Katie Hobbs has now doubled down on the state's commitment to suspend executions. Yesterday, the state Supreme Court issued a warrant of execution for Aaron Brian Gunches. This came despite Governor Hobbs and Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays' recent commitment to suspend executions while the state moves to reform the process. Today, Governor Katie Hobbs announced neither the state nor the Department of Corrections intend to move forward with the April 6th execution of Gunches. He is scheduled to be executed for the 2002 killing of his girlfriend's ex-husband. Kate Orta, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Yeah, she could double down. Obviously, this is a fight. Uh, look, if you want to suspend, edu- you know, suspend executions, you want to get rid of executions, there's ways of going about doing it. I'm still trying to figure out. I mean, I've heard so many different reasons. We talked about it earlier from, you know, uh, we don't have the medical people that we need to the stuff could be expired and we can't get the right stuff. Uh, this isn't going away anytime soon. And as we always say in this day and age, I guess we'll see everybody in court. We'll hold up the headlines. KTAR News. Water Watch. Well, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has rejected...
Scottsdale's plan for the rural community of Rio Verde Foothills water future. Supervisor Thomas Galvin says they didn't have input on the city's plan and they questioned some of the details. We had no input. This was portrayed as like, oh, there's an agreement, there's a deal. People thought that the county had sat down and negotiated all this stuff. That didn't happen. The Board of Supervisors put forward its own plan, which would have involved private utility EPCOR buying water and then delivering it to Rio Verde Foothills residents through Scottsdale's infrastructure. There's no guarantee that Scottsdale will agree to that. Yeah, this is a battle that's not going anywhere anytime soon. We can sit here. Uh, I want to know. Uh, there's a lot of things to know. I mean, Galvin's, they, everybody's got their own plan. Uh, which plan's actually going to get done? These people are still sitting around trying to figure this all out. In the meantime, I still think there's somebody that's getting paid and somebody's angry about something at the Scottsdale uh, uh, mayor there. Uh, so let's see what happens from here on out. But the summer's not too far away. That's right. Summer's coming. Oh, my Lord. Sooner we're, than later. We're holding up the headlines. Heads up, APS customers. Starting this month, your power bill is going to be more expensive thanks to a yeah. new rate hike. Now, for most customers, your bill will be about $12 higher. Jill Hanks with APS explains the increase is to cover the rising cost of natural gas. It's a pass-through charge directly to customers, meaning there is not a markup. It is the actual cost of fuel and power, and APS does not profit from it. Hanks also attributes the increase to customers using more power now than in previous years due to our extreme heat. She adds this adjustment typically fluctuates every year. Okay, so what they're basically trying to tell everybody is look we're we're it's a this is we're getting charged extra for this uh because of inflation and whatnot it's going on to you guys and we're not charging we're not getting charged an extra 12 cents they're not marking it up and we're selling it to you for 15 it's just you're getting it cost but it is going up hold up the headlines Okay, now here's another story that we had on our website earlier today. A six-month-long investigation by the Organized Retail Theft Task Force found 2,700 people lost more than $1.2 million in stolen SNAP benefits. Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays says the investigation uncovered 3,200 cans of baby formula, 1,200 duped SNAP benefits cards, along with skimming devices. The reason an organized crime ring was stealing baby formula was that it became a hot commodity due to manufacturing and supply chain issues. The AG added those affected were mainly low-income mothers who were doing everything they can just to get by. Heidi Hommel, KTAR News. It is, it's sad that we're in this position where we see and hear stuff like this uh, because, you know, SNAP and many other things are so big that there's so much theft that goes on. There's so many people who profit off stuff. There's so many things that happen. And, you know, it's like we talked about the other day with them handing out $1,000 potentially in organ to homeless people willy-nilly. Somebody's going to find a way to profit off of it and because people are desperate. And I think you're, you're, you're going to find a lot more of this, uh, especially as they look into COVID stuff and uh, uh, that sucks, but uh, welcome to the world of when we got a lot of money, we're going to spend it, and not all of it's going to places it's supposed to. We're holding up the headlines. All right, catch a wave. Okay. Spring break right around the corner. <laughs> You're getting ready to travel out of the country. You're I am not. running out of time to get your passport in gear. But KTAR's Colton Krolak is live now to explain there might be some ways to salvage your plans. That's right, Becky. Getting a passport typically isn't quick. Regular passports probably are taking about six weeks right now. Nancy Melton with Preferred Travel Services says even expedited passports can take up to three, but you may not be out of luck. She advises contacting the Western Passport Office in Tucson. You can 
contact them to try to make an appointment if you are traveling within uh, a week to two, I would say. You do have to have proof of travel. She says this would include things like airline tickets or hotel reservations. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. You would think, oh man, I'm I'm going on vacation in a few weeks. I should probably, oh, we're going out of the country. I should probably have a pass. You would think you'd be ready for that. Although some people, I'm sure, look and they realize, uh-oh, my passport's expired That's or something like that. That's the thing that happens to a lot of people. Yeah, you yeah. don't realize that, oh, it's been that long since I've used it. Yeah, so, and, and so there's that. But you would, you would think, everybody listening right now, just go look at your passport. If you're thinking about traveling in the next, say, six months, it might be good to do. We're holding up the headlines. All right, that's uh, so holding up the headline. Becky Lynn, do it every single day. We jump in there while she's reading us all the headlines are going on, and we add some snark and some fun to it. Uh, hold up the headlines. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty, higherprices.com. Coming on up, kids. Oh, my Lord. America, uh, we've, we've got our footprint everywhere. Is it time? For us to stop worrying about the rest of the world, or is this maybe time that we should start worrying more about the world and where it's headed? We'll talk about that straight ahead. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. There's a hey, uh, Steve's with me, the wise man, uh, right now. Hey, Steve, uh, who's the guy that's that's the new guy that plays for uh, the Suns? What's his name? Uh, that would be Kevin Durant. That's right. They call him KD. How about this? Lower level tickets to see Kevin Durant's first home game as his son. Now check this out. You text KD to four one one nine two three. You enter for your chance to win lower level tickets to see the Suns play the Thunder on March eighth. Plus. Two Kevin Durant jerseys. That's KD to four one one nine two three. He did okay the other night, right? Yeah, twenty seven minutes, twenty three points in his debut. They play again tonight against the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Are they game. horrible, Chicago? Not horrible, but they're not good. All right, that's good. That's I want to know that. I want to know if they're horrible or not. Uh, and you get to see the Thunder. Are they any good? Uh, not really, but they're kind of on the playoff bubble. Uh, Sunday's really going to be the first big test. They play the Dallas Mavericks, which is a team that... They got Kyrie, uh, right? They got Kyrie Irving. There's an interesting narrative, but also they knocked the Suns out of the playoffs last yeah, year. So there's a bit of uh, hard feelings there, so to speak. Uh, before we went to break, I was talking about America, and a new poll came out. 65% uh, people uh, want a leading or major role for the U.S., Republicans must less likely to favor a prominent role in the past. Most Americans are dissatisfied with the U.S. position in the world. But right now, there's still a decent... Over 50% want us to play a role. I think it needs to be much higher than that. And I'll tell you why, Steve. We're in a world now, and I've said this for the last several years. It is us versus them. It is China or us. That's the way the world's headed. It's not going any other way. It's not going to be Russia. It is going to be China or us. And we have to make a decision. And so does everybody else. Are you with them and against us? Or are you with us and against them? And by that, we're not, we can always say, we're not talking about the people. No, there's a lot of people in China that are not fans of America and the American way, and they love the Communist Party. We're about freedoms and a lot of other things, and I'm never a person who's under any illusion that we are some soft, unicorn-loving baby that wanders around and never breaks anything. We've been a bull in a China store in too many places, and we've made bad decisions by supporting leaders we shouldn't have. But there is a new world now, and China is is at the forefront of taking us on. Well, and it's pretty naive to be this 7%. I don't know who you people are who say that you want the United States to have no role whatsoever on a global scale. That doesn't make any sense no. because, I mean, when just – 
the nature of being as big of an economy as you are, having as uh, much immigration as we have and the, as many people as we have from other places around the world, saying no role globally just makes zero sense to me. Minor role, I can at least understand people who would rather have – I think the people who vote that they'd rather have a minor role – want us to dial it back a little. Here's yeah. what I mean by that. Since we started the war in Ukraine a little over a year ago, uh, it's estimated that the United States has sent over $75 billion. Yeah. That includes a lot of different things, military, humanitarian, all that different stuff. I think a lot of people would like us to dial it back and not be responsible for a lot of other countries' problems. The question is, how do you go about doing that? That's a big that, – that, that's a real issue with with – because we have – a place in this world where we want to uphold democracy and we have a place in this world where we've also promised a lot of other nations where we're allies with a lot of other nations who depend on, in many cases, their opportunities at freedom and, and survival. Here's the thing with Ukraine. I think it was it was Biden who actually said it great. Here's how the war ends. Ukraine loses and they no longer exist or Russia goes home. That's the way it ends. If if it wasn't for us, they would be in a world of hurt. We have to play roles in these things because there are people out there, there are, and I'm talking about G and Putin, who would love to see the American influence in the world disappear because they would love to get their hands on so much of the world and push them in the direction that they're going. And they would love to uphold, uh, you know, uh, strong men across the globe that would put a hurting on us. And that means they're hurting our allies. The thing that interests me most about this Gallup poll is that when they break it down politically by which party you're a member of, whether it's Republican, Independent, or Democrat, when they say uh, the percentage of Americans that want a leading role, they want to be the leader globally, yeah. Republicans, surprisingly, Republicans are the leading party in that category, which I only say is interesting because I feel like the narrative or what you hear out there is Republicans calling on Biden, calling on the government to dial it back in Ukraine yeah. in particular. That, that just happens to be the conflict right now that we're trying to take part in. I'm a little surprised to see Republicans at the top of that. Because list. I think the thing is, they want them to dial it back against uh, Russia and in Ukraine, but they wanted to ramp it up in China. Well, those kind of go hand in hand. It ain't happening. All right? This is what we are, and this is what we're about. And we've got to show the world. Look, we can be that beacon on the hill. Uh, Steve, hanging out for me for a little bit. Uh, Gators in and around as well. A lot of stuff to get to. Arizona school board member says, uh, her district should reject hiring teachers with Christian values. What? Get us a chat show.